I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon, one of the uh, owners at Tab. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Two lines open for you. Thank you so much for joining us on this Saturday morning. 860-522-9842 is the number. Is the number. That's it. That's it. Yep. That's the number you can call. Uh, let's go to your calls. Back to Karen, who's having some trouble in South Windsor. And we did some research, Karen, to try to figure out what was going on. And we found okay. a few things. So the right. we, Carolyn talked to you and got the website from you. And yep. we, we put it in some of our uh, geek tools and uh, came up with this. Go ahead, Dennis. Well, First of all, the subdomain that you were looking for, that's the first chunk um, of that address, does not appear to exist anywhere in DNS. Um, oh. So you're, what's happening is your browser is probably going to a cached address that it's got somewhere else, and it's trying to connect to a server, but the server isn't responding correctly because it's not set up to do what you... The browser thinks it's doing. Right. No such second, number. No such second address. thing is that I see, I looked at all their DNS records, and it is a riot of confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I have never seen anything like this. They have six different name server records, and those are what control the DNS. And okay. they appear to be using three different sources of information for their DNS records. And that's just not done Mm. anywhere. Um, Okay. And it may be that that is where the confusion is coming from because they have defined that subdomain somewhere. Right. But it's not being picked up because the worldwide DNS system is just not getting it from wherever they put it. Um, Okay. it's It's not you. It's them. It's them. Definitely. So even though I've been doing it like this for years, and then all even of a sudden though, now it's just, yeah. okay. Even you, though you said they, they clearly did something. And they sent a notice, you said, in your early yeah. discussions. They said they gave you some yeah, notices about changes. Yeah, they did say changes. that there was, yep, they did say that there, well, they do that all the time, though, because like, they also have a, uh app that my employees use to punch in and out. That's basically how they punch in and out for this. Yep. And then I go into the website, not the app, right. but into their website, and I check their punches, make sure that they're right, you know, mm-hmm. make sure nobody went over their hours, all that stuff. And that's 
I can't get into. Right. And I'm like, oh, great. Well, I'm supposed to do all this before, you know, 5 p.m. on Monday, and I can't get into the system. Well, so. we can't either. So we went and looked at yeah, that website. Yeah, we can't, we can't load that webpage at all from here. We get a DNS oh, error. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Okay. It's, it's completely dead to the world as far as we're concerned. So it's on okay. them. That, so you have to call their support and tell them just to go yeah, ahead and do a DNS. I mean, I did, I did email them to say, hey, uh, ever since you did this, Update, I can't get into the system. Well, tell them a couple of pasty white computer geeks on the radio said that their (laughs) DNS is messed up. DNS. I write that right down. DNS is messed up, and I can't get into it. Seems messed up, yes. It seems to us to be messed up. Okay, DNS. Mm -hmm. I thought, um, because I went on to my husband's iPad, and I couldn't get on, and I went, but then I'm like, well, I've used his iPad before, so I didn't know if it was something to do with cookies or something that, Every time I tried to use it on one of my machines, I had already yeah. tried to use it on one of my machines in years past or right. whatever. Right. Um, and that's why I wasn't getting it was nope. because I already had all those cookies or something. No, the reason right, the so- cookies were actually giving you that false sense of something because it was kind of displaying some remnants right. of what it's yeah. trying to find. Right. And exactly. your your DNS cache is probably pointing it to a server somewhere. Right. And it's just not making the right connection because it's okay. not set up to do what. It should. It's their. It's yeah, their trouble. Even, Definitely. Yeah, even when I hit the little eyeball to see if I was typing my password incorrectly, because I'm like, well, maybe for some reason it changed my password or whatever. Right. I could, it doesn't even work. It's like that. It doesn't like even register that when I click the eyeball. It, it right. doesn't. And when, when I click log in, it doesn't. Like none of the buttons work. Right. Because it's not. I, it's I'm not what there. you're seeing. It's not there. What? What's your password, by the way? <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right karen so it's all there you go <laughs> definitely it's on them it's not you and right. uh they need to help you all right at least i know it's not all my machines going wacko or something nope. all right guys thank you very much for your help you guys have a great rest of your day you too karen okay all right bye-bye Bye. yeah because sometimes you think you're going nuts right? they also have two different a records for their root domain not going there. Why? <laughs> they clearly have some web web issues. Um, let's go on to Alan in Glastonbury next. What's cooking, Alan? Um, hi. I just bought a new uh, desktop to replace my old desktop. The old one being about six years old, and I was what, not exactly sure how to transfer all the data and settings um, to the new one. I, I do have a backup. I use RoboCopy mm-hmm. to copy uh, the C slash users slash Allen folder and the folder for my wife. Nice. Um, Good deal. I exclude um, hidden system files. Right. I exclude the app data folder and junction points. I'm not sure why I do, but I do. That's fine. That's all correct. Okay. So... I was concerned if there's anything else like browser settings, favorites, um, passwords that um, LastPass or um, the, I used Firefox, Firefox Password Manager, how all those things would come across. Some of those might be in app data. Yeah. Um, what I would do is selectively open them up on the old computer um, or better yet for things like that, Open up your browser on the old computer and then export your bookmarks explicitly. It'll yep. come out in an HTML file and you just import it on the other computer. The other thing is I think there's a way to export passwords from the browsers. 
Which you shouldn't again, be doing, by the way. Don't use. Well, yeah, don't. What I would do is I would use this opportunity to start with a clean slate with passwords. Yeah. In the browsers, okay. Definitely move the uh, bookmarks the way I suggested, mm -hmm. but just start with a clean slate in the browser. Now, if you want a reference for what the passwords were, then you can use the old computer. If you have to, maybe write them down you on a piece of paper. Are you using LastPass, you said, Alan? Um, yeah, I use LastPass, oh. and also I use Firefox, which has its own password manager. So I sort of have both going. I also keep them in a spreadsheet. Mm. All right. So, so you don't even I need know, to move I, I those. I'm just more convenient if I wouldn't have to re-enter Is your them. spreadsheet password protected? It is not, but my house has door locks, so I'm, I haven't been concerned about that. Uh, That's not the problem. It's not, it's okay. not the issue. Yeah, it's, it's again, somebody exfiltrating your data and taking it off your machine because of a ransomware attack. Oh. And okay. then taking your spreadsheet, which isn't password protected. So you should probably get in the habit of password protecting your data if you're going to put it on an Excel spreadsheet and you're going to put it in a folder called passwords. I mean, that's, that's what <laughs> you know, and okay. not that you're doing that. The Excel password. Um, Minimally, yep. Yeah, okay. It's something you can do. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you're going to have to reload software. Not much you can do about that. Yeah. Right. Um, but exporting your browser settings is, like, like Dennis said, is pretty straightforward. At least the favorites and/or bookmarks, however they call they're called in the different browsers. Yeah. Okay. Would would it make sense to include app data folder in the? Uh, in the long run, no. You're just gonna ca it's just gonna move a lot of data that you don't really need to recopy. Uh, in this case, all you're worried about are things like your bookmarks. Right. And that's just one thing from a couple of different browsers on the computer, and that's easy to move. Um, but if you were moving app data, you know, copying it every night, and if you were to move it completely over to the new computer, that's just too much data. It's a blizzard of information that it doesn't need. And I would just allow the app data directory to rebuild itself from fresh. Right, do you have Take the, this opportunity to refresh your user profiles. And do you have your applications to reload, Alan? Um. For the most part, the only, I, I have a copy of Office, which I got from work, and, and I'm not, so I'll, I'll have to buy Office again. But, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, other than that, I don't have much that I actually had to pay for, so I can probably just go to the internet and yeah. download all the apps again. Yep, that's the yeah. that's a way to do it. Yeah, get it all fresh, new newest, latest, greatest versions. Okay. And then when when I actually take my external hard drive and connect it to the new computer, how do I actually then initiate the copy? You're going to do a robocopy, but in reverse. Okay? The robocopy command starts with robocopy, and then it has a source and a destination. What you're going to do is literally transpose the source and the destination, and then keep all those switches that you've been using, just leave them behind and oh. run that command. Yep. Oh, okay. That sounds simple enough. Yeah, it's yeah. That's why it's simple. If you're smart enough to use RoboCopy, mm -hmm. then it's it's crystal clear, easy to do. You're done. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Um, any other tips for what I'm about to start? Hmm. Uh, once you're done copying, I would reboot the computer. And then log in with each profile on the new one and just 
take a look at a few things, make sure everything's where it belongs. Yeah, and I would tell you to keep the old machine for a period of time. Yeah. Even yeah. years. Just disconnect it off your network, put it in, in the garage or the basement where we're going to put it. Probably the basement. Um, that way it doesn't freeze or anything like and that. And you know what? Take a USB stick and keep it with it. And whenever you break the computer, that old computer out to get something off it, you will have that stick there mm. that you can then mo- use to move the data wherever you're going to take it. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done, pack it all up put it away, leave the stick with it, and then you you never have to question where it is. Okay. And do I create the new profiles on the new computer, or will RoboCopy do that? No, you have to create them in the... You have to initialize them. In other, in other words, create the user and log in as the user at least once. Then run the RoboCopy into both. Then you're going to reboot. Like I suggested, and you got to call yourselves the same thing. Yeah, you have to use exactly the same username that you were, so that you don't create a different directory. That it's going to be like Robocopy is going to go. Eh, I don't see that directory. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I'm all set. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. All right. Now Alan's got something to do today. Actually, we'll step out for a quick break and to get to your calls. Paul and Ernie, hang on. Two lines open for you, 860-522-9842. Everything we've talked about has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. And if you missed anything, you can subscribe to our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And you know, Go to your podcast tool, and you can listen to us anytime you want and uh, waste a couple hours that way. We'll be right back. And we are back. It's a quick break. 860-522-9842 is the number. Feel free to get online. And uh, let's go right to Paul in Wallingford. Hey, Paul, what's happening? Good morning. How are you? Good, sir. How are you doing? Good. Uh, I'm in Wallingford, but I live in Southington. Uh, like right. you do, I believe. I do. I live in Southington. I'm actually going to call it my, my hometown where I'm from these days because we're there longer than when I grew up in Windsor now. So There you go. Well, back two years ago when you guys were promoting Go Net Speed, I signed up. Long story short. I have underground service, and guys said, don't hold your breath. Yeah, it's not getting there yet. Yeah. What would you recommend in the meantime? And, like, I don't really understand the streaming part. I right. Have four t- I have four TVs hooked up with cable. Right. One has the um, the DVR box for that. The other three have those little mini things. So if I switch over and cut the cord, say I pick up Hulu or whoever carries ESPN. Yeah. Do I, what do I do with the other three TVs or how does that work? So let's first answer your first question about streaming. So the word, the thing about streaming is if you think of a stream, right? A river or a stream, it's yeah. got mass, right? It's, it's yeah. think, and if you think of it, the, 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 the river going down the, the, the way there, the same thing happens with data when you're trying to bring down a TV station or, or, or any kind of broadcast nowadays is not broadcast anymore. Broadcasting is when they have one big antenna and they just chuck the data out in the air all that with all the other data out there in the air. And your system you know, receives it, whether it be at the cable site, and then it gets sent right to you, right to you over that copper line, that, that RG58U, is that what it's called? That RG6, right. whatever it is. It's that cable line comes to your house. RG45? RG40, ah, no, 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 that's the, okay. Nah, I know what you're it? talking about. So, but streaming, you're actually going to take that data, right? So you're going to download a stream of data to your TV or to your device individually. And so you have to get a device that will accept that stream. So you need a Roku 
a Chromecast, uh, a Fire Stick. I like the NVIDIA Shield. That's been uh, my go-to because it's got very good video and audio processing. Um, you then log in. The, the individual boxes will log into the tools that you're paying for or the subscriptions you're paying for. And then it will deliver ESPN or it will deliver whatever video you want to watch, Amazon Prime, Netflix. Each TV has to have one of those devices of some kind. Many of these devices these days are, are built into your TV. It's a smart TV. So you could have smart TVs right now in your home that are just being, aren't being utilized, correct? Okay. So I know three of them are. Three of them are smart. Perfect. So you're going to go ahead and bundle up all your, all your cable, all your Cox equipment, and you know, go bring it to them, and they're very nice. They'll take it back. And you're going to then configure your Netflix on each of these two, each of these TVs or your Hulu or whatever you're subscribing to. You're just going to log in and configure it. It's very simple, and you'll be able to get your stations. And each TV will stream that data to the TV to display it for you. Now, your question was, what would you do for an alternative Internet if you can't get uh, go net speed because of um, them not doing any micro-trenching yet? I would tell you to look at the T-Mobile um, cellular. We've had a lot of folks talk about how good that is. Um, there's a there's a home cellular service, and if you if you go online, I checked it even for myself in Southern Tonight. They wouldn't they wouldn't tell me it was a good choice because I was a little too far away from the um, tower. But depending on where you are with the T-Mobile system, you can pay fifty bucks and get high speed internet over wireless. Okay, and that might be an option for you. So I could eliminate the Cox internet. You would eliminate the Cox internet altogether. Yep. Right. You could fully cut that cable because Cox Internet is still going to be much more expensive than the T-Mobile Internet. Yeah, they just bumped me up to my next bill. Yeah. Isn't that nice? So yeah, it's So now you can go – there's two options, right? You can say, hey, you know what? I checked out T-Mobile. I'm going to go ahead and cancel you guys. Uh, and they might bring you right down to their price and you're all set. Or you punt them and bring in T-Mobile. I would, would I change phone service also? You're getting your phone through Cox? Yeah, I have the bundle. All right. So here in New England, we keep hanging out to these old phone numbers. You you could just get rid of that phone number and use your cell. Yeah. You, <laughs> he's like, yeah. <laughs> I know we're the land of steady habits here, but it – Yeah, I know. My, that wouldn't go over very well my other half. So I agree with you. It took me a long time to convince the wife to do this. I don't so, – do you have an answering machine on the old phone number? Yes. Do you ever, ever listen to the messages? Yes. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, we weren't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, honey, all we're doing is paying for an answering machine that we're not even listening to the messages. If you are listening to them, fine. Um, so, yes. Well, you, you, they, they could be avoided. They could just call the cell instead of the old phone. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to get an alternative phone, you're going to need something called UMA. Yeah, I looked into that when you guys first mentioned it to me a yep. couple years ago. And I think it's still free. All you're going to do is pay the taxes on the uh, service. So you move your number to the UMA system, buy a couple of UMA phones, plug it into your into your data network, and now you've got your your old number if you really want to do it. That's what I did to get step one to get away from. When you, you know, say plug it into the data, what, what do you mean by that? The phone line? No. So UMA is going to connect to your your wire your Wi-Fi your your internet service from wherever you're getting it. And it's going to go out there and get your phone number because you're going to port that number away from Cox over to UMA. And the phone will work like a phone. It's just the number is now voice over IP rather than over that cable that I can't think of the name, RG50. What's that? 
RG58U, I don't know, RG6, something like that. It's, okay. So you're not going to get it over that cable line anymore. Uh, you're going to get it through UMA. So the easiest thing, Paul, would be to punt the old phone number altogether. Yeah. Um, and just tell your wife, well, you already have cell number. You probably both have your own cell phone, right? Correct. Yeah. How many numbers do you need? How, how reachable do you have to be? I know. I know. You sing it to the choir. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, as far as recording shows, hey, uh, do I need one of those DVRs? Nope, nope. So YouTube TV, uh, many of uh, Fubu and those com- all those places usually have like all sorts of DVR capabilities. Yeah, they do have a, a storage capability for you. So is that an additional piece? Nope, of equipment? nope. It's all on, it's, it's all on the cloud. Built in. I'm sure. I'm sure if you needed more recording time, that they might charge you for that. But yeah. there is a certain amount that's built into the like account. thousands of hours. I mean, yeah, you'll never hit it, Paul. I don't think so. All right. So it's pretty. I was I was trying to hold out for zero net, but the guy said don't hold my breath. Right. So here's what you should do before you start canceling all sorts of services. Go to one of your smart TVs. Do you have Netflix or any of these services yet? I have Netflix and I have HBO Max. Oh. So okay. you're using Netflix though on some sort of equipment that Cox provided you. Correct. Ah. So go one of your. Go to I, one of your. I subscribed to it. I I clicked on it and signed in and everything. I pay nine ninety five a month for it. Okay, so maybe it's being delivered through your cable service. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay, I was going to say just have you log in, try to set up a smart TV to practice a little bit to do it that way. He might be able to do it. I yeah. don't. I can't say for sure. Go on, go on a smart TV, configure your credentials, log in, and just play with it a little bit. What, disconnect the cable? No, you need the cable internet still. Okay. But you, you play with a smart TV as far as setting up the Netflix app on the smart TV itself. I have that already. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, and you already know how to do your streaming. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're there, already Paul. streaming. You just didn't know it, right? Yeah. Check out T-Mobile Home and see if it's in the area. If not, then you're you're kind of probably going to stick with Cox, but you can always tell them you're going to change and see if you get a better deal. Yeah. Well, I want to change because they just keep every month, every every year, it just keeps going up thirty-one dollars this year. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Preaching to the choir now too. So that's Mobile Home, you said. Yeah, T-Mobile Home. I think Verizon's going to start offering it as well. So. Uh, I think they do. Yeah, already. we got we got to go, Paul. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Good luck. This is Computer Talk on WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're going to be here until around 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will come in, and he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. And uh, three lines open for you. 860-522-9842 is the number. So we'll take your calls right up to the top. Let's go right to Ernie and Bolton next. What's happening, Ernie? Good morning. Morning, I sir. Have a, I have an email problem. All right. Uh, I don't know if you've... I've got any calls about this or know of it. Oh, if I had a nickel for what you're about to say, I'd be driving a different car. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the email is with SBC Global. Yep. And we haven't been able to use it since last August. So if I call AT&T or any one of them, SBC Global, Yahoo, it becomes a finger-pointing thing. Yep. And AT&T says they're working on it. Mm. But in the meantime, we can't do anything, and there's like insurance companies, banks send us emails, but we don't get them. Right. Okay. Now, how much did you pay for the SBC Global mailbox? 
oh, I don't know if we ever paid for that. Right. Now, you do see that you, you talked about the, the, the these important connections you have to life insurance and other things coming to this yeah. mailbox, but the mailbox is free, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how much do you think you paid for the mailbox outside your front door? Probably $20. Well, you probably paid a lot more than that considering the mailmen and the system that we're paying for and taxes right. for that mailbox. You're paying billions and billions of dollars for that mailbox, right? Yeah. So right. for some reason, we all got kind of used to free email. But we've connected some really important things to this free email, and then you have your problem, and nobody cares really because guess what? You're not paying for it. Um, so I we can't fix AT&T's mailbox problem with your SBC email, but we can encourage you to get a better email system. And the one that I would encourage you to consider is Proton. Um, it's a Swiss company. It's also encrypted. So you would pay. They do have a free mailbox option, which I would tell you not to do. <laughs> pay yeah. for your email. And if you pay for your email box, it'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll actually have people that'll support it and take care of it. Again, until this company doesn't. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Exist, which could happen anytime. Yeah, could. But, but if you pay for it, it probably will exist. So I wish I could help you on your SBC Global, but yeah, I think it's Yahoo really is where you well, want to go. Right. It would be Yahoo. And uh, it, I'm just wondering, how are you getting to the email? Are you using the web browser or are you using a, an email client like Outlook? No, it would be the web browser. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can't even log into that. All right. Right. You can't log in anymore, right, Ernie? Well, they want you to identify yourself and log in, and then you can reset the password, but they send it to the broken email address. So, yeah, all right. So that's all right. The so, loop. yeah, you're in, you're in a you're in a what they call an authentication loop. It's a loop, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. So there's nothing we can do to fix that loop. Yeah. Um, because you can't get into the account. This also happens when two FA, like if somebody broke into your email box and they change that second factor to be their own email address or their own phone number. So that's another issue as well. But going forward, you should think about changing. Now, that Proton, how do you spell that? P 
P-R-O-T-O-N. Proton. T-O-N. Yep. We'll put a link over at Computer Talk with Tab. You don't have to choose that email system. The only point I'm trying to make with this is that we've gotten so used to free for things that we really should be should have been paying for. Because again, mm-hmm. we, we treat our, our mail system pretty with a lot well, quote unquote, a lot of respect. Uh, yeah. to physically get your mail. Now we're trying to get everything through the the internet and we don't really give it as much respect as we really should, considering how important it is going forward. You know, that that mail system should be the most encrypted, most secure system, but your people are using like Hotmail and Gmail. Gmail was, you know, reading our emails yeah. um, just to see if you're, if, if you're interested in, I don't know, beekeeping, and then they would start sending you beekeeping uh, ads. Yeah. Right? So, I mean... Think about it being a little more serious here as far as which way to go. But you could still use a free mail system. You could always use a secondary free system like a Gmail account as your way to try to – for your recovery. But clearly you only have the one email box as a recovery method. So that's kind of where your problem is. Well, let me ask you one more question. Yeah. Is there a way I can erase it so that people sending a message would realize that it's not going through? Um, that's a great question, right? So you wanted to bounce back. You would have yeah. to see if Yahoo would delete your mailbox for you. Okay. They might do that. Yeah, they might kill the account. But it doesn't mean that the per- the people who are sending you the email care that you're not getting it. Right. <laughs> the, the, those bounce messages may go back to an automated system that just doesn't do anything with them. Right. So you've gone paperless, and the company sending it to you paperless are going to be like, ah, I don't know, I guess Ernie doesn't want this. They don't. So you have yeah. to go to each service you've subscribed to. And then tell them, I've got a new email address. Here it is. Right. And you should be doing that systematically now, considering you've been locked down since August. I guess that's my other option. And it's been mm-hmm. a while since we've been able to use this, and it's frustrating. But Right. Not- anyway... Thank you for your help. Yeah, I wish we could help you there, Ernie. Yeah, we cannot break through an authentication loop. Nope. Nope. All right. Thanks a lot. (laughs) You got it. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. But hopefully folks are listening about this issue. Yeah. And definitely get yourself, number one, an email account that's supported. Right. That you are paying money for. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but you got to pay something. Right. Because then you're going to get support. The other thing, maybe set yourself up a Gmail account, mm-hmm. as a recovery uh, account. Right. Don't use it for anything else. Just have it available right. if the other account fails and you need to get something like a 2FA right. different passwords, uh, token guys. and use different passwords, may, maybe even make the email diff- address itself very different from each other. Right. All good stuff. That, that, that'll, that's security by obfuscation. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go on to Fred in Southington, my hometown. What's going on, Fred? Uh, good morning. Um, the last gentleman who was really reluctant to give up his phone number, I, yeah. we're, we're in the same boat, same house phone and everything. Right. And um, we also shut our house down for a few months in the summertime. We recently switched to Frontier uh, Fiber, and I had, was going to go to NetSpeed. No reason why I didn't. I got a cold call on Frontier, and they said you could keep the phone number and all that other stuff. Long okay. story short, we're paying, I think it's 49 for the first year, and then it goes to 59 for fiber mm-hmm. coming in. Okay. And the cool thing about it is is we can actually, I, I actually shut off the router where it comes into the house. So, like, when we take the power off of our house, it's shut down. Yeah. 
and you can then actually go online through the Internet and check your answering machine. You can set it up so that the, the phone number that we have here in Southington gets shifted to our cell phone or yep. our, our phone in Maine. Yep. Um, so just a really nice way to go for those who are like me who are uh, reluctant to give up that home phone. Yeah. Oh, and we still have our regular answering machine, too. Right, right, right. All good. Yeah, it's called, again, Voice over IP. That's the power of Voice yep. over IP. Google Voice right. would have worked the same way, too. You could have set up a Google Voice number. And but forward the, the it nice way. thing about it was we didn't have to, you know, set up a new account. It was it was right. pretty seamless. I mean, right. he was in and out of here in, in two hours. That is nice. Seamless is key. Seamless yeah. is key. But voice over IP, that's the power of voice over IP. They take your number and turn it into an IP packet, and yeah, there you, you go. You end up with your own private virtual PBX, and then the calls can be routed Yep. however you want. Very, it's, it's a good solution, cool. Fred. Yeah. Just wanted to pass it on. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you for uh, letting us know about it. Yeah, ease of use is key. All right, let's go on to Vince in Norfolk. Hey, Vince. Hi, good morning. I have a simple question for you guys. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> I just was wondering about T-Mobile Internet. I have Optimum. I'm getting all these ads for T-Mobile. Is it worth it? We get so many people calling in saying it works great. Yes. Oh, so okay. if, you, if you have a good sig signal, yeah. That's the key. You've got to have the T-Mobile signal reaching you. Gotcha. And you can go. You, well, you go on their site, and then you yeah. put your address in, and then they'll tell you whether or not you're a good enough candidate. And then they might ask you additional questions as far as what you're going to use it for, how many people in your home, and how much bandwidth. And then they'll say whether or not you're still a good enough candidate. They're honest enough with me to say, no, you're not a good enough candidate because That's of what. Here. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with it. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Um, yeah. Wireless internet's coming. I mean, I actually saw a Cox commercial um, talking against wireless internet, trying to sell against it specifically. So you know they're okay, shaking. Okay, now heads. now it's really it's really coming. Yeah, when they start when you're referencing counter advertising. Yeah, I sat back and said, Ah, we're there. We've got some competition. We might actually see twenty five dollar internet someday. How crazy would that be? All right, let's go on to Mark and and not that I'm going to hold anybody to it, but twenty five dollars is pretty low. Mark in Berlin, what's going on, Mark? Hey guys, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. I made it to Home Depot. I'm back, and I'm too. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, it's a good day for you. So far, well, now I got to go to work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, we're so, we're working. We're working. <laughs> we're right here with you. I've got a, a Dell laptop, about five years old, running um, Windows ten. Okay. And I bought it and came loaded with a whole bunch of software. And one of the pieces of software was um, um, was McAfee. Yep. Now I also have Defender. Yes. Um, do I need McAfee? Because when I go into Control Panel, I look under Security. It says um, Defender Firewall. Um, the settings are being managed under Application McAfee mm -hmm. Personal Firewall. Yes, that's correct. So do I need both? No. I've been, I, I've been buying it for, you know, a couple of years now. Uh, I, I would just uninstall McAfee. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you don't need it. Defender has gone, come a long way. Defender yeah, Defender is doing a good job. I mean, just a couple of weeks ago, um, it, within our, within our uh, customer base, mm -hmm. it... it Definitely waylaid a couple of malicious files immediately. Yeah, um, and it 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 is it it's serious antivirus now. Okay, 
Right. That's what I've heard you guys say. Yeah. So, so you know, when when the renewal email came up, I said, well, maybe I'll just take a look. Right. What's going on? Did you configure Open DNS, Mark? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Those two things together right. should be pretty. Yeah, those, pretty good. Yeah, that that two layer approach should do you well. Cool. All right, Mark. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. The other thing, I've been pretty much well. We this show has talked about that solution, just those two web defense and uh, basically antivirus as mm-hmm. the solution, and we have yet over the many, 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 many years. Many, many years that we've done this program. Have anybody call and say, hey, you know what? That didn't work. I got hit. Not that you that, can't. Right. But you would have thought in a station this large, 50,000-mile flamethrower, we'd have all sorts of people saying, you know that idea you had there with the web defense and the antivirus? Ah, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It, it does work. We know it does yeah. work. I mean, we've got you know a, a client base of over 9,000 systems that we are protecting with not just those types of technologies, additional no, technologies. There, there's, there's more at play within the fa- within the customer base, right? As a, you know, we're, we we joke about being an ASP, but we're the number 31 MSP globally. Um, we pr- produce all these uh, technologies to protect our clients with more than just those two. But for home users, it's pretty darn powerful, yeah, uh, and affordable, which is always what we're always oh, trying to yeah, shoot. Definitely. For. Let's go on to Doug in the car. What's happening, Doug? Hey, guys. I'm uh, looking into putting a mesh network in my house. I've got uh, Comcast and or Xfinity, whatever. Yep. Um, I have currently I've got an Asus uh, router up in my office, which is on the second floor. Good. I have a uh, an old wireless router down in the man cave which is on the basement level not you shouldn't have two you routers shouldn't have two routers okay well what i want to do is i want to just have a seamless wi-fi connection second floor first floor basement level okay well you're so, on the right you're on the right track yeah okay so asus would that be one of my better bets well, the, well, you can use an. I'm sure the ASUS has some sort of wireless mesh pucks that are out there for access points, right? Right. If they do, you could keep within that ecosphere. Um, okay. But two routers in your network, which you may or may not have two routers, but I suspect you probably do because we do see this a lot. Having two DHCP devices in your network is going to cause an issue. Eventually, you're going to okay. have uh, IP conflict. So, yeah. in the man cave, you're going to put you know a mesh puck if the ASUS has any for for home. Go ahead and put one in there, and then in the middle. On the first floor, another one. If you have a wire going from your ASUS router up on the second floor down to the first floor, that second puck, and then you've got your mesh network. The only issue is, will your current ASUS device, is it mesh capable? Right? Is, I, don't, I don't think it is, so okay. I'm, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of replacing that. Okay. Right. And that makes sense. If you like ASUS, mm-hmm. that's fine. Stick with that brand if mm-hmm. they've got the mesh technology. We've brought up other kinds, too. Uh, Linksys has got some options. Oh, Linksys does. Yeah, definitely. Um, Orbi is out there too. Um, yeah, Orbi is by Netgear. There's another one. Okay. Uh, and okay. then uh, Amazon has something. I can't remember what the the uh, brand name for that. Right. Amazon kind of frightens me. I wouldn't. I we wouldn't agree. be getting with it either. But I'm yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. We agree. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have a story about the failure of Alexa, but we won't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're with you on that. So, uh, yeah, there's plenty of options out there. So you're going to have to make sure your, your, your router, the one router in your home is mesh capable and works with the pucks you buy. I call them little pucks. They're, they're access points. They're mesh right. access points. They're yeah. secondary. 
I get it. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so do I have do I have to have a uh, a cat six going to each of each of the uh, APs? If you can, yes, that'd be the best result. Okay. That yeah, okay. that will definitely give you the best results. All right, and then um, do I have to do anything with the Xfinity uh, modem that's coming in? The modem? No. Just plug it into your you new just router. Just plug it into the new router, and then the, it'll serve up to the pucks. Okay, so Xfinity doesn't have a Wi-Fi built into their. They might modem. actually. They, they probably do. They probably do, and I would hope that it's been turned off. Right. So I your neighbors are able. Well, yeah, it, I can't find a way to turn it off. Well, it, there may not be anything in there. I don't know offhand. I think there is. But, I, I, think I would there think is. there. I would think. 90% of the time, it's going to be included. We can probably okay. put a link up there to how to turn off your Xfinity Wi-Fi um, so that your because it, what it'll produce is a public Wi-Fi so your neighbors can use yeah. it. And then, of course, your own Wi-Fi signal, which usually has got some sort of its own SSID out there for you. You should be able to turn that off. Okay. And insofar as uh, security uh, on the mesh network, well, what would it, I be best with wpa2 yes okay uh, there, is there three out there now on these there systems? is yeah. but a lot of client devices won't use it right so WPA2. i mean a windows computer or mac computer will but other stuff i'm, I'm running windows uh computers and cell phones or android okay yeah some of the older android phones might not do it and then you might have other devices that may not handle it but yeah, you're gonna you're gonna want to use WPA2 at least. Yep, and make sure okay. you've got both a five gig broadcast and a two point four. If you can do separate SSIDs for those, it'll be easier to manage your systems. Okay. That way and you know. I saw they've got an, another uh, protocol that's running uh, six IPv6. Yeah. Right. So you need to configure your OpenDNS for both your IPv. IPv4 and IPv6 networks so that you get the same security across both. Um, okay. You can broadcast both. Most systems these days, most devices these days will accept IPv6. Okay. But uh, Anything have, else I need to know? <laughs> no, you've got a lot going for you. You seem like you've got, you're pretty on top of it, Doug, so it sounds, sounds great. You're going to have some good stuff, but don't have two routers in your network. Got it. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Have a uh, happy holiday season. Yeah, you too, Doug. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to continue on with Joe in Stafford Springs. What's happening, Joe? Joe, you there? Always on the infamous line one. Joe going once? Come on, Joe. Twice? I'll put Joe back on hold. Something about line one occasionally. We're going to go on to Peter in Middletown. What's happening, Peter? Um question um you probably heard it before but um i gotta notice that this is a final software update on my chromebook um is is that mean it's not safe to use anymore can i add can i just add you know some kind of antivirus or something or, or what hmm. uh that's that's a loaded question <laughs> yeah um it would probably be okay to use for a few weeks but it's if, not fair is what it is it's it, just it, not it fair. isn't it isn't and it bothers it bothers us about, about that 
yeah. the way they just, mm, well, we're going to end of life your thing that works just fine. Right. And you're happy with it, but mm, we want you to buy another one. So you were going to end of life it. See, at least with Apple, what they did was they'd mess with your battery power by helping you or by making sure the iPad's memory was so small that you would outlive it. Um, you know, you'd, you'd have to upgrade it. Google's just saying, oh, you know what? Enough, enough of this. We're just going to make it so you can't use it. Um, it stinks. I think uh, you might find some applications will stop working. Potentially, uh, we've had callers calling with other issues with this uh, problem with Chromebooks. Um, it's frustrating. You might even ask yourself, "Would you buy another one because of this?" Yeah. Um, and I would. I would think it's a fair question to ask. It's very fair question. You know, but Microsoft's not much better. Um, Windows 11 is out there, and it has issues with all sorts of perfectly good computers, um, but doesn't work on on tons of them. So. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't know. You'd think, you know, maybe maybe our attorney general can get involved. Ah, Dick Blumenthal. There's the guy. <laughs> we should get him on this um, because it is ridiculous. So not safe is what you're saying. It's Well, we can't tell you it's safe. Anytime things stop getting updated, yeah. it's, there's going to be an issue with it. There's going to be a lack of support in some instance where you can become vulnerable. Like there's instances like with NAS devices where they stop being updated and the bad guys literally got in through a vulnerability that was unpatched and were able to damage your backups, right? This could happen with your notebook. This uh, Chromebook's not going to get patched, so there's a vulnerability in the old version. The bad guys get into it and give you a hard time. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be for two years, but sooner for your life. <laughs> it's something that you got to be be aware of. Yeah. Now you're using apps on it, so the apps are secure. Do you have any? Do you have any local storage on the on the device? Yes. Any, and you've got okay. So there's your only concern really is any local access. But if the, the apps eventually might stop working because they're no longer compatible. Because they're going to keep getting updated for the new versions of Chromebook, and then yours is not going to be able to run that stuff eventually. Okay. Sorry. Um, thank you. <laughs> okay, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, thank you. <laughs> I don't um, know if he should be thanking us, know, but that's all right. It's awful. It's awful. It is terrible. So I wish I could give you more advice than that, Peter. Of course, you can get some AV if you want, but that's not the issue. No. All right. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Hi. Oh, you just sound so sad. <laughs> Let's go on to Walter in West Hartford. What's going on, Walter? Hey, hello. How are you? Good, sir. Uh, quick questions. I'm looking to buy a uh, laptop. All right. And um, what do you recommend? 512K for the 512 uh, gigabytes? gigabytes? Yes. Or- the hard drive? One terabyte. Five twelve should be plenty for most people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Second thing is, um, I generally bought uh, a three-year support plan. Okay. And after that, the plan just drops off. Right. Um, Dell is now offering a monthly plan. Mm. Which oh, I, you'll pay forever. Yeah, and the thing is, my. Laptop's been acting kind of truly for the last two or three years. Hey, Walter, we're running out of time, so can we take you off the air? Sure. All right, we're going to run out of time with Walter. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Carolyn for producing, Mike G for posting everything live, and Dennis for posting everything up over at the Computer Talk site. We're going to be, everything's going to be there for you. Remember, we want you to be geeks too. And we'll see you next week.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 